Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. Come on, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7, 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. And reporting live, welcome to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Do you love telling stories and sharing them with the world? Do you like talking about what's going on? Like, what about the weather? What's going on in this city? Or what about the news? Or talking about your favorite famous celebrity or even what's your favorite Disney character well here today I have a very special guest who has her own YouTube channel you probably heard of it aka she's known as the Amanda Exclusivo and in college she has interned at major broadcasting companies she has worked for News 12 in New Jersey and now works full-time as a digital producer at WABC side fact we already know this, but she is a Disney fanatic, and I'm going to quiz her on her Disney knowledge because she's an expert at this. She probably would have a PhD in Disney trivia <laughs> and is a go-getter and always determined to have fun. So let's welcome New Jersey native Amanda Geffner, a.k.a. the Amanda Exclusivo, to the Media Industry Guru podcast. We are going to talk all things about broadcasting and her tips and advice on how to build your broadcasting resume. Hey, Amanda, how's it going? Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to be on the podcast. Hey, how are you, Forbes? Thank you so much for thinking of me. Yeah, it's great to connect. So tell us what made you interested in creating stories at such a young age and how you got into reporting live. Wow. So. Basically, when I was in high school, obviously, you had to think about picking a major uh, for college. And I said to myself, I'm a very talkative person, as you can <laughs> tell already, within like talking to me for what, 30 seconds? I don't know. But <laughs> I said, what field can I go into where I can talk my, my head off, where I don't <laughs> have to shut up and I can say what's on my mind? And then that right there, I'm like, huh, journalism, broadcasting. Uh -huh. I can speak my mind, say what's going on in the world, and just give my opinion. I'm a very opinionated person when it comes to particularly like entertainment news, reality TV, mm -hmm. the list really goes on. Um, so it, I just kind of knew in high school as well that I wanted to go into it because I was lucky most high schools don't have a radio station or television station, right? I mean, that's wow. out of the Yeah, so I, I had one. And um, I knew like when I started hosting my own radio show, I said, this is fun. This isn't work. This is fun, <laughs> you know, because, you know, most kids will just be like, oh, I'm doing a show. It's work and I'm going to get a grade. I had a blast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and then that's kind of when I knew when I started doing radio and interviewing teachers in high school. And now I'm interviewing celebrities. <laughs> yeah, that's so incredible. You got to so, start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you got to start somewhere. That's so important. And it's fascinating that you started this journey in high school. A lot of people don't even know what they're doing in their 30s, <laughs> let alone uh, figuring out like what to do in life. And you've already built 
such a career for yourself at a young age. So tell us when you transitioned to college, what was that experience like? What leadership opportunities did you take in college and what was your experience there? I I did have leadership roles in high school as well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So I was a radio host in both high school and college. Wow. Um, and I was a assistant producer for Hofstra's morning wake up call, which is our morning talk show. Um, and then I actually produced uh, a morning show for a semester at Hofstra, which was really fun. And I made everyone talk about The Bachelor and all things I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wake up the people with what they want to hear. Yeah. And know? probably Disney too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Disney fact every show. No, I mean, it kind of depended on the day. And if there was <laughs> obviously like more serious news, it's my job to share that. But at the same time, I just wanted to like lift the spirits up for everybody. Because usually when you wake up and you watch the news and you hear about somebody who passed away or something, you'd mm-hmm. want to wake up and hear something good. Yeah. You know, like that's how I start my day. I have to mm-hmm. I have to wake up and hear a good story. Yeah. And that gets me hyped up for the day. <laughs> um, but back to leadership roles. Sorry about that. But back to leadership roles. Um, in college, I also produced another show called it was called a league of our own it's still on um but unfortunately i'm not producing anymore <laughs> it was a women's talk show where women can talk to each other about what's on their mind and interview other powerful women in the world so mm-hmm. i produced that as well and i had a really great time doing it and you know wow. i do miss i do miss my days of being a producer but i know i'll <laughs> get there again so that's why i kind of started doing my my own content so mm-hmm. I can continue to still wear the producer hat sometimes. Yeah, it's fun uh, wearing the writer's hat and the producer's hat and then being your own curator and host. And yeah, and like I was telling you, it's so weird for me to be on this side of the spectrum. <laughs> You're not used to it, but hopefully there'll definitely be a lot more, especially at this huge project that you've delved into, the Amanda Exclusivo. It's going to be a huge hit and it already is because you've interviewed so many different a-list celebrities so what made you decide to launch this platform did you have any like mentors that influenced you along the way that said oh start your own podcast because today i mean people have told me oh you could create your own podcast on even tiktok now okay so i did not have anyone tell me to start this i woke up one day i kid you not and i told my parents i'm like I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And my dad's like, really? Who would watch it? I'm like, everyone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do a broadcast from my room, from my room. And, you know, it just looks like a regular everyday girl's room. My room's purple. <laughs> um, and then, of course, people see there's a taco on my closet wall. So, you know, that's totally normal for people to want to do an interview with someone like me in my room. Um, and before you know it, my mom was like, oh, I went to high school with Rick Hoffman from Suits, Mm. the television show. Okay. And Rick was my first interview. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, he was my first one. I was so excited and I was shocked (laughs) that he was willing to do an interview with his friend's daughter who's gonna start (laughs) a youtube channel and god only knows where it's going i didn't even know where it was going at the time it was during the pandemic i made it i want to say i started it over the summer in 2020 Mm -hmm. and i said to myself i'm like 
I'm bored. I need something fun to do with myself. And what do I love to do? Talk to people. Yeah. About what? Everything. <laughs> Why? Because it's fun. So it doesn't really feel like an interview to me. It just feels like I'm hanging out with someone and having a good mm -hmm. time and people are watching my videos to intrude on our good time. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like a little hangout. That's why I call yeah. it the exclusivo because it's exclusive content for us. Secret. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how the channel came about, quite honestly. It's just an idea I had during the pandemic to do something fun for myself. And now it's it's history, apparently. Wow. So, yeah, it's and gone so well. that's so amazing that you started this endeavor. And how did you like acquire? Because for people that want to start their own podcast project, you have to start from the ground up and build either relationships or try to get to your golden ticket, whether it is interviewing that A-list celebrity. So tell us about that process. What was that like? And what were some of the pros and cons? Yeah, so. You know, it's it's definitely hard to build something from the ground up mm -hmm. because for me, I had so many ideas. It was like maybe I combine the channel with fun content, which is what I did in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then maybe some maybe some Disney content throw in there, like things that <laughs> I enjoy doing. But, you know, the more I realized that I wanted to go into entertainment journalism, I I was like, I got to get some celebs on the channel. Now, that's another project. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do everything on my own when it comes to producing, editing, booking wow. guests and everything like that. Yeah. So it's a lot of work, but you have to you really have to dig deep. And if that's something you want to do, you have to do the research, because before mm -hmm. all of my interviews, I stalk my guests on all platforms. Yeah. I am <laughs> everything you can think of. Um, and it does take some time. And then after the interview, you edit it because, of course, you know, everybody screws up somewhere. You got to edit that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everything I kind of just do on my own. I have my own routine. And there are there are pros and cons to making it, as you said in your question. The pros are you can do whatever you want, whenever mm -hmm. you want. But the cons are it's definitely hard to get those subscribers and social media engagements going. So you know, promotion is something that, you know, you have to work on if you want to be in the entertainment industry. You have to share what's going on yeah. and when your interview is going to be released. And what I even do is when the video comes out, I do like a little 30 second tease on my mm. Instagram story or Twitter. So a tease is just like a yeah. little sneak preview for those of you that don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what what I do, I do a lot of preparing beforehand because I want to make sure that my guests are pleased with my work and that I'm more importantly, I'm pleased with what I do, yeah. <laughs> you know, because my channel is something that I'm really proud of. And it, it all just came from a day of being bored. And now it's, <laughs> now <laughs> it's evolving. Yeah. Course, like I want to get my subscribers to go up even more. Mm -hmm. um, but it does take time. And the thing people have to know is that it's okay. Yeah. It, the views are what's more important is what uh -huh. I've learned. My videos have had more than 16,000 views, mm -hmm. which I never thought a girl in a purple bedroom would be getting <laughs> <laughs> these kinds of views. It's just 
very weird. And then random people are saying great things about my interviews. I'm like, oh, some lady from my Twitter feed <laughs> how awesome it was. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> it's and a good feeling, you know? It's very rewarding. And you've interviewed a lot of celebrities from Jenny McCarthy to people on Hairspray. So tell us any favorite celebrities that you've interviewed or do you love them all in some sort of fashion? <laughs> I, I don't want to play favorites because I, I yeah. love a lot of people, right? I don't want to make anyone upset. I used to work for Jenny McCarthy. She uh, I was an intern on her show. So I have a very soft spot in my heart for Jenny. Um, interviewing her was like a full circle moment. It was weird because when I was an intern, I used to host things on her show. And then having her on my show is interesting. She's like, <laughs> I, I wasn't surprised at all. And I, I was ready to scream and like fall out my chair or something. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, and then I have a soft spot for Ben Higgins, the bachelor who has been on my channel two times already. Wow. Uh, he, we've kind of become friends as well. He's, he's a really good person and he's super fun to interview. And I've learned a lot from him. Deborah Cox, uh, for those of you that don't know her, she's a Broadway actress mm. um, and she's a singer. She gave me a concert in my room to two of her songs um, and I almost died. It was, it was oh, man. great. Wow. Uh, it's definitely a memory that is going to last with me forever. And I didn't, I didn't expect her to sing to me because I saw her at our local theater in uh -huh. New Jersey called the Paper Mill, which is where most shows start before they go to Broadway, right? Mm. I don't know if you've heard of it. So, so Deborah was in the Bodyguard musical, which was supposed to go on Broadway, and I saw her at the Paper Mill. Anyway, the okay. power went out twenty minutes within the performance. Oh. She was killing it, and I was loving the singing. And then I said to her, "You owe me." a song because the power <laughs> went out and she's like oh you were at that show i said yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this was payback <laughs> yeah and then i had a blast talking to dulay hill he's very special um i'm trying to think who else was fun chris sapphire from the circle he's hysterical oh, okay. for those of you that like reality tv i've talked to him twice he is so funny he mm -hmm. talked to me about like the most random things you can think of and he just makes me laugh but and then last last week, I sang with Nikki Blonsky uh, from Hairspray. Didn't expect to do a duet. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the most fun memories I've had this year so far. So my interviews have been great and I just have a good time. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just have fun. It's definitely very rewarding and definitely the song that you wrote in your bio, Fighter by Christina, sums up your personality and you are a fighter. You've interviewed so many celebrities. You've garnered tons of internships in college. You have a full-time job in this crazy pandemic. So how would you say that this has affected you personally and professionally, that word fighter? Yeah. So growing up, I've definitely overcome a lot. Um, I actually grew up on the autistic spectrum with PDD, which is pervasive developmental disorder. And I never thought that I would even like make it to college or get a job or anything. And my years of going through dealing with my issue, the speech wow. therapy and the list goes on. I never ever thought in a million years that I would overcome so much. I used to be a really shy kid. 
And I always thought that there was no way that I'm gonna, you know, get to where I am now and have a full-time job, go to college. Wow. I never really wanted to do any of those things at the time when I was a kid. I was like, there's no way, no way this is gonna happen to me. Um, and then, you know, throughout time, like going to speech therapy and occupational, the list kind of goes on. I've learned to realize that, wow, maybe I, I can do these things. Mm -hmm. you know? I can do what the other kids are doing. And I really just proved myself wrong throughout the years. I went to high school, I graduated, then I went to college. And then I took on a bunch of leadership roles, which I never thought would leadership be possible. For and top 10, like major broadcasting companies. It's a, you've mm -hmm. accomplished so many different accolades. Like, thank you. Like, wow, you've turned this like one setback into like tons and tons and tons of positives. The list goes on and on. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I never really, it's just crazy to me that I'm where I am now. Because mm -hmm. if you asked me this question when I was 13, I would have told you that there's no way <laughs> that this was going to happen. But I feel like I've persevered throughout the years with who I want to become and what I want to do. And I think that's what makes me a fighter, right? I mean, Christina yeah. says it the best, you know? <laughs> so you got to listen to her at all times. She's been one of your, like, idols and do eventually, like, do we see Amanda, the Amanda Exclusivo interviewing Christina Aguilera? <laughs> oh my God, if you want to see me faint on the internet, then that would be a great interview. Um, <laughs> I love Christina. I, I'm a huge like 90s fan of music and like early pop in the 2000s. That's the kind of music I like. And Christina is definitely one of my favorites. So that's why I picked that song. So when you asked me that, I said in my head, like my favorite song changes every day. My uh -huh. friends always ask me like, oh, what's your favorite song today? It literally changes every day. Mm -hmm. So when you asked to describe a song that's like me, I picked that one. Wow. I thought it was a good choice. A very powerful song and definitely yeah. resembles you very well. Thank and you. Last few questions. So what are some of the tools that you would recommend to aspiring broadcasting professionals that want to get in the shoes like yourself and accomplish so much as you did? It takes a lot, but what would you recommend? It takes a village, but boy, it's worth it. <laughs> so <laughs> what I would say, number one, definitely make a resume. And <laughs> you're starting to think about broadcasting. Start to explore it early on, right? Like yeah. maybe high school, what I did. It's okay if you don't know if that's what you want to do, but kind of get a feel for what areas it is that you're interested in, whether it's uh, working in news, engineering, such as radio or just TV, the list goes on. Or if you're mm -hmm. interested in just solely radio or solely TV, it, it kind of depends. You got to play around and see what you yeah. enjoy. Um, and then my other piece of advice I would say is if you're interested in particularly doing videos like I do, make a reel. Yeah. Please. Because, you know, we, we got to see what you're all about, right? Mm -hmm. And I usually recommend to make the reel really quick, no pun intended, but <laughs> <laughs> really quick, like about two to three minutes, just so, mm -hmm. you know, it's engaging, but it moves at the same time. 
and show everybody your best work because you got to show off yourself, right? Yeah. Got to brag to the world that this is what you're about. Show the people and see where it takes you. That's really like my best advice. And also like what Forbes did with me, connect with people on LinkedIn, make a <laughs> profile. Um, and you never know where it can take you and you yeah. can message people. I'm serious. Just message people and see, you know, if there's any way you could connect with them and meet them and see mm -hmm. what advice they have for you and definitely take advantage of that because there's so many platforms where you can do that. So many advantages of today's world where we can pursue social media to broadcast, whether it is TikTok or Instagram, you could do an Instagram live and that could be your show or YouTube. And there's so many ways of connecting with people like through Clubhouse and LinkedIn and just an, an alumni network if you go to school or just personal. I mean, there's so many different ways of connecting with this world. It's hard not to talk to people. <laughs> Yeah, and you never know who you're <laughs> going to meet in life, right? For sure, I mean, yeah. Like one time I I met someone on the beach in Greece while I was swimming <laughs> uh, who works for SiriusXM. Wow. And yeah, we were both tanning together on the beach. And, and <laughs> like, what do you do? I said, I'm interested in broadcasting. She's like, I work for SiriusXM. You just never know who you're going to meet. It could be someone on the beach. It could be someone anywhere. Yeah. And advantage of those connections. I'm not even joking. That yeah. really happened. It's your story. <laughs> that, that's so cool. Like you never know. Timing is key with everything. And you never know whether you can meet somebody at Disneyland um, or at uh, the beach, your house, etc. So great such great wisdom and so what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis now that you're doing the amanda exclusivo and your full-time job as a news editor tell us like a brief snippet of what you do for those that aren't familiar with news editing yeah so my day starts at 3 30 in the morning uh oh <laughs> see that's one of the things that in broadcasting that's not covered is you have to take those crazy shifts sometimes but it pays off pay your dues kids is worth it. <laughs> um, so yeah, my day starts at about 3.30 in the morning. And then what I do is um, basically we have a rundown of the entire broadcast, meaning what stories we're going to put in the show, right? And then from there, I work with a web producer who's my partner. And we pick out the stories that we think would engage people on social media. And then I write up articles, edit videos from the broadcast and put it on the web. I send out alerts from the uh, to the News 12 app, actually, which is really cool. So I could send out breaking news anytime wow. something drops. Um, I could send out an alert anytime about any story, really. And <laughs> I, if you see posts from News 12 New Jersey on Facebook and Twitter, I have done some of those. So That's you're you. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey, you're welcome. Um, yeah, but my day-to-day, -day, you know, I assist producers and my manager i help her out with some things as well she's the executive producer um and my team is great i work closely with the anchors and we all just get along really well and for a first job i was actually talking to my manager about this um most people you know when they get their first job there's um, it's true there's always somebody that's on your list that you're like ugh, right and i'm scared <laughs> but with this job, I honestly have zero complaints about everybody that I've met. They've welcomed me with open arms. 
And I feel like I'm a part of the News 12 family and it's a really good feeling. Awesome. And I've already been there for about almost four months. Wow. And that's a rare thing to say. So it just makes me feel good that this is what I selected for my first job. That's awesome because at a first job, you might have to take the 3 a.m. shifts and they suck. But at the end, having that camaraderie um, is can't tell by the eye bags under my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Luckily, it's a podcast. It's all good. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah. But it's so definitely worth it. It's, it's worth definitely it. worth it. If you have that camaraderie that care about you and support you in the long run, it's definitely worth it. To wrap things up, I know you're a Disney fanatic, so we yes, are going to do 10 questions plus a bonus question. And then- Do I win anything or is it just a, a game? <laughs> what would you like to win? <laughs> a trip to Disney. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nothing, nothing. Just being here is great. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, def- we'll definitely try to get Amanda tickets to Disneyland. <laughs> Dream tickets. <laughs> Please, anybody. So first question, what year did Disneyland open? Nine, uh, I know it's like 1950 something. 55? Yep. What yes. is the name of the toy store in Toy Story 2? Al's Toy Barn. Yep. Yeah. So, so some of these questions are trivia and non-trivia. Some of them are, right. are more about you. So favorite Disney film of all time? Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I can belt out all those songs (laughs) at any given time. And my parents want me to move out. (laughs) (laughs) And if you could report about a Disney film or interview a Disney celeb, who would it be? Interview a Disney celebrity, like someone that's been in a Disney movie or even a character, you mean? I guess both. Let's hear both. Okay, so let's talk humans first then. (laughs) I would love to interview Julie Andrews, who was Mary Poppins. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Mary Poppins. Uh, I've always wanted a fun nanny like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I just think she would be a great interview. She was also in The Princess Diaries. Um, she mm-hmm. was also nanny in Eloise. That's a throwback. <laughs> and Eloise is actually a Disney human movie. Uh, Disney <laughs> took it under its wing, so that's exciting. One of my favorite books growing up. But character-wise, hmm, I mean, I do love Mickey. I, I've got to give it to the mouse, you know? <laughs> or even or even Pinocchio. He's actually my favorite character, surprisingly. Um, I the have, one that lies? <laughs> yeah. No, I want to know what he's lying about. <laughs> you know? I want to find out the reasons. And- yeah. What it was like to have your nose stretch all the way out. I just want to know these things. I'm curious. Yeah. Like being a donkey. <laughs> these are the questions that I have. <laughs> yeah. So Mickey and Pinocchio are your favorite Disney characters. So that sums up the next question. I have and- more. Oh yeah, more. Okay. Yeah. I don't want I don't know if I should keep going, but I have a couple more. Okay, let's name two more. <laughs> <laughs> I have I love Winnie the Pooh. Okay. And then sadness from inside out. And what are the names of Cinderella's stepsisters? Anastasia and Drizella. Yep. What is the name of the castle in Shanghai Disneyland Park? I feel like I'm going to be wrong. I know it has to do with like something enchanted. Is it just like the enchanted castle or something? Pretty close. Yeah. The enchanted storybook castle. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew there was like a genitalis something, but. <laughs> and what are the names of the seven dwarves in Snow White? Oh, that's easy. Sleepy, Bashful, Doc, Dopey, Happy, Sneezy, Grumpy. Yep. Yes. Who is Mufasa's trusted advisor in The Lion King? Zazu. Yep. Gosh, I should have made these questions harder. You could be on Jeopardy <laughs> with this. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I mean, <laughs> you can try. <laughs> what is the fashion designer in The Incredibles? Edna. Yeah, Edna Mode. Edna and- Mode. I love her. She's yeah. badass. One of my favorite Disney films, The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Incredibles is great. <laughs> and bonus question. Name five amusement park rides at Disneyland. Oh, you're asking me like my top five favorites. You okay. should rephrase the question. <laughs> okay. Top All favorite. Right. Okay. So I love Pirates of the Caribbean. That's one. <laughs> I love Peter Pan's flight. I love Soren. My parents hate it. Oh, Soren. Okay. It's a good one. They're very, they get nauseous on it, but <laughs> I have a great time watching them and <laughs> right. <laughs> um what else do I like? Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is really fun if you're into roller coasters. Oh, okay. Space Mountain, obviously. Oh, Space Mountain's iconic, yeah. Yeah. All good selections. Awesome. But you know the first ride that was at Disney, right? Oh gosh. I'm not a Dis- Disney uh trivia expert. What, what is it? It's is small it World. Oh, it's a small world. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see there you go wow we le- i learned something new and everybody else learned something new in broadcasting <laughs> today <laughs> exactly there you go awesome this was great anything exciting we should be on the lookout for with amanda anything i'm usually very suspenseful about who i interview i like to keep it a surprise so you can definitely expect more content from me and you'll probably find that out the week of whenever it is that i drop something um and then um thank you for having me on your your podcast i appreciate you thinking of me and i hope that we will be in touch and i'm around yeah thanks amanda go check out her awesome platform the amanda exclusivo on youtube and wishing you all great success in this new year with your full-time job your great platform and all the celebrities that are going to be so thankful that you promoted them Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Media Industry Guru podcast. Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest, upcoming episodes that you will hear. Email at Media Industry Guru podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because you know I'm I'm doing this. I'm invested in this. And tune in weekly 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on the Anchor app, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more streaming platforms. Thanks again for all of the support and peace out and let's rock and roll.